during these three months of our campaign to save the destiny of a nation, the prophets, we come together the week of our fast and we pray and we seek God to say, Lord, what do you have for the church for this month? And we came together on Tuesday, it was Lene and Lisa and I, we were here praying and um, to be honest, sometimes it's not as easy. Sometimes you got to press through so many different layers of uh, realms of the spirit just to, to be able to, to tap in to what the Holy Spirit wants. And this week, this past week, it was, it was one of those things that we have to press. We, 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 all three of us had the same thing like, it seems so difficult this week. You know, but it's in the press that you're able to, to hear and, and get what God has for you. And what the Lord uh, said through, through us um, this past week, what came about was there is judgment coming and he, God, knows how to rescue the godly for himself. And the scripture that was given for that is 2 Peter 2, 7 through 10. It says, and if he rescued Lot, a righteous man, who was distressed by the depraved conduct of the lawless, for that righteous man living among them day after day was tormented in his righteous soul by the lawless deeds he saw and heard. If this is so, the Lord knows how to rescue the godly from trials and to hold the unrighteous for punishment on the day of judgment. This is especially true for those who follow the corrupt desire of the flesh and despise authority. And the other word that came, which is a very interesting one to me, he wants us to pray for those that will not make the first flight. So they need our prayers now because it will continue to reverberate in the spirit for when it is needed. Revelations 5, 8 says, and when he had taken it, the four living creatures and the 20 and four elders fell down before the lamb, each had a harp. And they were holding gold, golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of God's people. And then the Lord said he was pleased with our efforts and our work. And in Exodus thirty three seventeen, It says the Lord replied to Moses, I will indeed do what you ask. For I look favorably on you, and I know you by name. The Lord knows each and every one of us by name. The question is, is he looking favorably on you? Is he looking favorably on you? 
Because in, in, in that verse, the verse after that, Moses said to, to the Lord, show me your glory. It's only when you know that the Lord is looking favorably upon you that you can even ask that question. But the question before that, Moses said to God, you said you, you're going to take us into the promised land, but I will not leave this place unless I know that you're going with me. You need to know that the Lord is with you. Then he can look favor upon you. Then you can ask the question, Lord, show me your glory. And this morning, um, the, you know, it, it's interesting. The, the Lord ministry speaks to me when I'm minding my own business. You know, not when I'm praying and, and seeking and no, just and, and see, I know that's God because it's not something I'm thinking about. It just and you hear the words. They're so big, but yet so small that you can miss it. And, and the Lord just ministered to me and a scripture he gave me this morning in. Second Timothy three, Second Timothy three and five, and it says, "Having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof, from such shun away." And when God gives me something like, "I'm okay," you know, what what is all that? What he was ministering to me while I was on my way here, he, he's, he's saying that the body of Christ as a whole, they have a form of godliness because they look good. They act good. But it says, but they're denying the power. What power are they denying? They're not de de denying the, the authority of God because they know he has authority. That word there, uh, power is dunamis. What he said to me is the church at large, they look good, but they are denying that I have the ability to do what I say that I can do. And you say, well, how is that? Example. COVID. The word of God. COVID. The word of God. Who has the power? What power are you standing in? Are you standing in the power of the CDC? Or are you standing in the power of God? And so God is saying, you, you, when you look at just what the world is doing and do what you're doing, you're denying that I have the ability to do what my word says I can do and will do for you. So whose power are you standing in? The power of God that says nothing is impossible with me. Why? Because I created all things. And so when situation and circumstances arise, are you denying that God is able? Or are you just looking and says, well, maybe. God says, 
those that deny my power, what does he say? Stay away from them. Stay away. There is no other way to say, stay away. Stay away from them so that they don't try to corrupt you to think the way they are thinking. And they might think that you are arrogant, but your arrogance is not in yourself. Your arrogance is in the power of the almighty God and what his word say that he can do. Not what I do, what he can do. So therefore, stand firm in the liberty of the word of God. What God word, God's word says, he will do it. Only if you put him to the test and say, Lord, your word says it. Now you'll back it up. And he said, he does not fail. Amen. Amen.